Leadership Show with Andy Peck. It's great that you can join us for another Leadership Show. And if you're a regular listener, you will know that my introduction to this show reminds you of two kinds of listener. First, those who have a leadership title, such as a minister, a CEO, a manager, as well as, secondly, those who have influence where God has placed them, even if they don't have a leadership title. So for this second category, at the very basic level, you need to lead yourself, but you may also have leadership in a family, a business sector, a group of volunteers, and you want to make the most of that influence for God. Well, today I'm joined by the leaders of an organisation which has a strapline which fits wonderfully with this idea. The organisation is the Global Leadership Network UK, and the strapline is Lead Where You Are. And they run leadership conferences throughout the UK in the autumn. Uh, I've certainly attended a number of these events myself. So welcome to Steve and Angie Campbell. They lead the C3 Church in Cambridge uh, and also the Global Leadership Network UK. So welcome, Steve. Welcome, Angie. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Great um, to be. So, and it's welcome back, Steve. We spoke back in 2018. You weren't uh, oh. leading the organisation then. You were heading up, well, you still had up C3, and you were hosting, I believe, um, yes. what was the equivalent of the Global Leadership Network um, event there, there in Cambridge. Um, and, and you've been in Cambridge 30 years next year, I believe. So when were you right. aware of the Global Leadership Network or the, the, its previous title? Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Well, well, two things. I can't believe it was 2018 when we did the interview. <laughs> uh, the, the world has changed a lot since then. Uh, yeah. And I can't believe we've been here in Cambridge for 30 years, but we have. Um, and we've seen a lot of changes. You just mentioned some of them. We were um, involved in, to some extent, but not to the same extent that we are now, with what was previously the Willow Creek Association, uh, who put on these global leadership summits across the country. Um, and also the main one is in Chicago, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure. But um, we, we we built a building here in Cambridge and we had decided that we would put on the global leadership summit once we built that building. We'd attended over many years, different places in the US, in the UK. And we thought we'd love this. We want to do it in Cambridge, but we were meeting in a school for many years, part of those 30 years. Uh, most of that time was was meeting in school or university hall, all and that kind of thing. And we thought once we get our building, which we built in 2015, we'll do GLS. And that's how we, we got connected. And over those years, 15, 16, 17, 18, um, our GLS grew and developed here in the UK, along with other sites all over the country. And so for those not familiar with the, the kind of model, um, just talk us through the um, how it works. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, um, it's actually hosted in Chicago each year over in the States, and it's then broadcast across the whole of the United States in August. And then everything is filmed, and uh, it then goes around the rest of the world. So we are responsible to um, make sure that this summit, this conference goes around the UK uh, uh, and Ireland. 
And so we will have videos from those original talks. And uh, we actually go to Chicago. We're present in the summit. We also get the privilege of meeting all the other hosts from all around the world. And it's quite incredible. We know it's a global leadership summit, mm. but it's only when you sit there and you have somebody from India, somebody from Africa, somebody Australia, from Mal uh, uh, Malaysia and uh, all over the world, uh, people come partner gathering and we actually have a conference ourselves and then we go into the summit. So that summit is then broadcast from each local site. So it can be in a church setting. It can be even in a business setting. And we'll come on to talk a little bit about the content because it is such varied conference it, content. It's not your usual church conference in many ways, um, which is one thing that really attracts us to it. So yes, people can sign up to be a site, a host site, and actually experience the summit together with their congregation or work, uh, with their company if they want to do that. And it's evolved over the years. So you, you hinted at it's a slightly different uh, leadership conference for, for Christians. What was it that, you know, what's your kind of USP, so to, to use that language? Yeah, I think what attracted us in the first place, so we're trying to work out, when did we first connect with, with GL, GLN? Uh, when did we first go to? And I th we think it was somewhere around 2008, 2009. We attended one in the UK and we thought, wow, we've not seen anything like this before. Then we thought, well, we'd like to go to America and see it live. So we, we did that in Chicago and we were bowled, bowled over. And what we loved was and still love, this is the USP that you, you, know, you mentioned there, is it draws together people from academia, from business, from charity, NGOs, from faith, and brings them all into the same room and brings the elements of, should we say, expertise or insight that they have without any sense of contradiction, because uh, our conviction is, you know, use Bible uh, scripture, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And so we don't want, you know, the, the whole secular sacred divide hasn't done the church any good. Uh, where we, we 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 box everything off. We think Christians should be involved in every strata of society, every sphere, and therefore we can learn from one another. T to be honest, when we look back, we were a little bit um, jaded, <laughs> if I may say that word, of, of church conferences that was a bit of an echo chamber. We were hearing the same thing. And we had some issues we were facing that we needed to find breakthrough in. And we weren't finding that. Um, and yet we went to GLS and we found some tools suddenly that we could use to help us in some of those situations. Now, there's always challenges. It's not a panacea. You go to GLS and every problem will be solved. But it certainly helped us and gave us better tools, better leadership insights in running the church for us. But realizing, you know what, this could really help that. GP who's got a practice, this teacher who's in a school, this parent who, you know, the introduction you did, the parents' leadership, you're influencing children. There are insights that are, we love the eclectic nature of it um, because we do think the earth is Lord's and everything in it, and therefore we can learn from anybody. The, the number one value that we say at the beginning of GLS is always uh, we, we, we have people here of faith, people of other faiths, people of no faith. But humility says we can learn from anyone. And the number two value is let's respect everyone. 
And so we tried to do that. And we and we we felt that the culture of GLS was tangible in that way and really resonated with what we want to do. So we feel it's still got the you, there's plenty of other fantastic church conferences which we go to. This is not a church leadership conference. This is a leadership conference, primarily for Christians. But I was talking to someone at the weekend, and, and I'll shut up, uh, but a, a lawyer who's thinking of bringing all her partners, all the people that she works with, because she came last year and she said, this is just world-class material, which is an overused phrase, but it is world-class material that can aid us in our everyday work. Fabulous. Anything to add, Angie? Oh, I think you said it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Well, let me let me address a question that you maybe you'll be in the forefront of, Angie, because because it's great to have you both on. We'll we'll come back to the uh, the, the GLN UK in a minute. But um, Angie, I see you have a, a specialism in psychometric work, and I just wonder how you as a couple lead a work, and whether that psychometric work gives you insights into one another that enables you to flourish in your bits and Steve in his bits. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, there's a story attached to how I got involved in that, which I might tell you a little bit a bit okay. later. But definitely, um, it's really helped us as a team. It's helped us as a couple. We use it now for all our um, students that we do have an academy for. Uh, we use it for any interview uh, that we have for anybody that comes to join us as part of the team. So it's really become an important part of what we do as a church and um, with us working together. If anybody knows anything about a DISC profile, that's one of the areas that I use. Um, I'm high D and um, high um, I, so red and yellow. And Steve is very yellow and red. So we actually really complement really well together. We're both very ambitious for the kingdom. We both want to see something. Um, God establish his kingdom here on this earth. So we're both go-getters and we're action people. And sometimes we have to make sure that we're um, not stepping on each other's toes. We have to communicate a lot to make sure that we are in, uh, in step with each other because we both like the win for the kingdom. We both have that drive. But I remember somebody saying um, once, which really helped me, that um, depending who's in the driving seat, um, your secondary. So for me, um, I'm high red. I want to go. I want to achieve. But if Steve's in the driving seat and I'm in the passenger seat, that's where my high yellow comes out. And I'm very much about the people and the influence and the bringing everybody on board and garnishing um, the situation. If I'm in the driving seat and Steve's in the passenger seat, then very much that that comes through for Steve for the pastoral, the influence, the encouraging. Whereas so so we have dirt certain areas where we. We do have distinct kind of areas, but we communicate all the time. We know exactly what each other is working on. We know what the, kind of the focus or the priorities are. We we check with each other throughout the day um, where we've got up to on things, uh, and we do really work very well as a synergy together. Um, and Steve said to me the other day, he said, I forgot my name is Steve. I think, I think my name's Steve and Angie because everybody to me first was Steve and Angie because we're very much a blended couple working together. And we feel it's a calling that God's given. It's not on every couple, but for us, it's a calling that God's placed on us right from the very beginning. We went to Bible college together. We've sat in so many meetings together. Often I'm the only female, but we've uh, we've walked this journey together for so many years. So I think well, we do all right. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is true. We 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 uh, we oversee all of the areas together. So lead the church together. We're co senior pastors, national directors together. Um, but there are different 
areas like Angie just said that we think oh you should go ahead and do that and we I mean we've learned over the years where that is but I, I think that really helps us to be able to function in a a better way than if we were on our own I, I you know again we've spoken about I, I, we've done this for so long now I can't imagine leading without Ange and Ange can't imagine leading without me so we definitely complement one another but we 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 can be separate as well and have our own sphere it, it's it's just that then we come together where we need to that's great to, well it's great to hear and, and it just it's commending the kind of uh, psychometric test you use discs there's others of a course around uh, and have a little bit of self-analysis for a leader can be a very useful oh, and yeah. valuable thing especially yeah. perceiving how other fellow leaders perceive them um, yeah. it, it is great um in terms of your, your your church and how you've benefited from global leadership network have there, have there been particular talks you can look back on or particular approaches that you thought yeah we've imbibed that and that's been very valuable yeah in fact maybe you should tell a story you mentioned about psychometry and getting involved in it because yeah. that came really from gls I remember many years ago, there was a talk that Craig Rochelle did, one of the, probably the first year we went over to Chicago. And he, um, there was five areas that he talked about how you can walk with God and, and, and learn and grow and flourish. And he got us to stand. Uh, he talked five different areas and we had to stand for which one was most relevant for you. Um, and I actually found the talk last night, which was quite incredible. It's, it's out there. Um, but it was the second one for me. Talk, the first one is talking about building your confidence and how as leaders we can often talk ourselves down and we limit ourselves and we put a lid on things uh, but the second one that was the one that really spoke to me was expanding your connections um, expand your relationships he said show me who you're listening to and I'll show you who you're becoming it's very rare that we rise above the five dominant voices in our lives you may be and this was a phrase you may be one relationship away from changing the course of your destiny Find someone five or six steps ahead of you and let them change your world. And then just after that, I had an introduction to a guy called Ch uh, Chuck Coker, Charles Coker, who um, was expert in the psychometric testing, who runs something called Life Thrive. You can see that lifethrive.com. And uh, he came into us as a staff team. And it really opened my eyes the first time that I did this disc analysis and my motivations. And I suddenly understood myself so much better. I suddenly realized why people didn't understand me <laughs> because I didn't understand myself myself but I suddenly started to see how other people would perceive me and I started to want to know more and he said at the end of two days he was with us he said um, if anybody wants to be trained let me know and I was like pick me pick me pick me <laughs> so I uh, I did a, a year's training with him over zoom uh, or skype it was then um, and became his kind of apprentice in many ways and that built a beautiful relationship but I think it was the strength of being in Chicago saying maybe you're one connection away that can change your destiny so I had that in my head that this could be a connection and it totally has changed the course of my destiny but also the church as well so yeah, yeah. that was very impactful for me that's great and I think another um speaker who we've always enjoyed and we enjoy his materials a guy called Patrick Lencioni um and and he spoke a few years ago about the ideal team player and we we were struggling as we were growing as a church. Part of what we've had to do is, is staffing uh, and finding the right people to come on board. And, and as many people in business or in church will tell you, 
it's not it's not an easy task finding the right people, the right fit. So Life Thrive and what Andrew was doing really helped us to see, oh, we're missing someone who we need in the team that's more red, yellow, or blue, you know. And we do that with them. But also with Patrick Lencioni, he talked about hungry, humble, and smart. And he's got this whole grid of the right kind of ideal team player that is a combination or uses overlapping circles of the hungry, humble, and smart. And when he says smart, he's not necessarily talking IQ, he's talking EQ. Um, And so we started to use that and the questions that they gave in that with our interview process. And it really helped us to to get beyond the surface questions. So we still use that to this day in enabling. And that was a GLS talk. And we bought the book and, and we've established it in. So we're Patrick Lencioni fans. We we also we've just come back, as we mentioned earlier, from, from the States. Um and the the talk that stood out for me this year, which is gonna be enough, I know this is enough for me for the whole of the next year in relation to improving my leadership, was Craig Rochelle's first talk. So Craig Rochelle, who some of your listeners will know, is the senior pastor and founder of Life Church, which is probably the largest church in America. A version app came out of there. And he always does the first talk. because So he is the champion ambassador, um, faced with the place, if you, if you like, of, of GLS in the U.S., and his whole toy is his line that struck me. And I know this. In fact, you know, I've written about it. I've spoken about it. But it just came over the force. He says, the future of leadership is trust. And it's like a light bulb moment. I know that. Yeah. And then he just unpacked how we can grow in trust. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's going to come to GLS. But he talks about um, being a people who are, who are empathetic in all that we do, people are people who are trustworthy. So we're consistent in everything. And I won't, I won't mention the others because that would spoil it. But I, I thought I can work on those areas for this year to grow. And I know understanding my trust of other people and that people trust me is going to be key. And then, of course, Henry Cloud was there, and he spoke on trust as well, which only reinforced it. So for me, it, it was that talk this year. It's going to help me throughout the rest of the year. That's good Good to hear. Um, and what are the challenges, of course, for any church leader um, listening and for teams thinking that comes, you know, going to go and go for a day, two days or whatever, and and come away. And then many, many think, yeah, and last year I went to something and I've done nothing with it. And the, the whole follow-through, and you build yeah. follow-through in to the whole pro- project and indeed uh, some com- opportunities for communication within the day. Certainly the I went to a, an event in Portsmouth and there was some feedback groups after each talk, et cetera. So perhaps talk us through how you try and make this a different kind of conference. Yeah. Well, definitely in the room, what you just mentioned is worth highlighting because this is different than would happen in the US and an advantage that we have in the US. Not say I don't really like this phrase, but they talk about drinking from a fire hydrant because there's talk after talk after talk there. And so it's fantastic content, but we don't use all the talks in one go. We choose certain ones to use for our day here. And we've reduced it down to a day. But the other talks will be available to people that come for the rest of the year. And they are kind of drip fed throughout. Um, And what we do in the room is there will be process time. So the ideal, and this is the way really to make sure that there's accountability outside of the day, 
is come with at least one other person. I mean, preferably come with your whole team. The way we structure even the, the financing is it's most expensive to come on your own. Hmm. It gets cheaper if you come with someone else. So why would you not come with someone or not come with someone else? So we we, we always make sure there's process time mm-hmm. in order to discuss it. And if you come with your team, our recommendation is always now you've got the resources, you've, you've got access to these talks, you've got the, the booklet with all the process questions, go back and discuss it further. Uh, keep on, keep, it's a global leadership network. So it's really important that we keep networks beyond here, not just simply uh, coming for the one day. And that's what we do by having these either other events or you can go online and get the material off the UK website as well. Um, it's it's we, we've what we do so in C3 we we have our staff go through it before the day so that the staff can serve on the day with people coming in but then we will revisit those subjects or they might do it in their teams in sub teams so that we're holding each other accountable what we also have, we have something called GLS Plus, which is off on our website, which people can sign up for free. And uh, each month there's an email that comes through, as Steve said, with the other content, the other talks that you didn't have on that day at the summit. So you actually get to hear every single person in the faculty team um, for that year for GLS in Chicago. Yeah. I think as well, there's a couple of partnerships, at least two that are coming up. Um, maybe more that will help to network beyond the Global Leadership Summit event. We're, we're working with uh, Maxwell Organization who do a thing called Beyond Success, and people are going to be able to sign up for this when they come to the events. And Beyond Success is a program that John Maxwell has put together, particularly for marketplace leaders, which is all about you know what what is success. And what do we want to do by way of living a life of significance? And one of his talks is all about his faith, uh, which he says to people, this is totally optional. You, there's eight, eight or well, seven talks. One of them is going to be all about my faith, my, my most important relationship, because part of what he says about beyond success is how important relationships are. Um, my faith is really important to me. I'll be sharing about that relationship next next week. You can come if you want. Most people go. And they've used it to see, I think it's true to say, hundreds of thousands of people will come to faith in Christ. So that's another area, which particularly marketplace focused. And then we're also looking to work with uh, Barna, who you may know from, from the US by way of research organization. And they, with GLN and, and World Vision, who are our key partners, are looking to do some contexts over next year for pastors. It was going to be called Resilient Church Leaders. So it's particularly to help leaders with resiliency. Uh, there's a lot of talk about leaders wanting to resign, step out. We've seen that. How can we help one another? And there's a massive research project associated with that as well. So that they're things that are coming up that help to keep that networking and relationship outside of simply the GLS. There's one other thing as well, which is the Women's Leaders Network, which yeah. was launched this year in Chicago. Um, and that's going to be launched in um, October when we start the GLS season here in the UK. 
And that's going to be a leadership uh, network that people can join up on and use the material throughout the year to gather in small groups. We know that women really like to gather, probably more so than men. Um, and uh, we would need the strength of one another to encourage one another and be um, encouraging our leadership in one another. So that's something that we'll be launching as a network, which will um, reinforce what's going on, not as a separate issue, but actually kind of to keep on uh, supporting leadership across the country, um, particularly for women. So, yeah, that's exciting. I'll be heading that one up. <laughs> well, good stuff. Uh, and as we as we close, um, the kind of um, venues that you might have, uh, just from listeners to think, oh, I, you know, that's close to me. There may be too many to list now, I guess, but give me some, give me a flavour. Yeah, I think there are probably too many to list because there's at least, I think we've got 22 locations. Oh, well, wow. Um, we're the first one we 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 kind of always launch um in Cambridge that's on October 12th uh we also have in the room and this will be true of other sites some live speakers so it's not just what we've seen in the US but we've got Olivia Marte who is uh, works with the Elim she's an ex- executive director and we've got Rob Parsons and they'll be live in the room with us in Cambridge um I think as well, they're going to be in some other venues and some other venues have got some live speakers as well. So ones I can think of on the top of my head are, oh, I don't need the top of my list. My, my wife's given me a list. Is Cambridge, uh, Dagenham, which is in November in East London. Uh, Sheffield, we've got one, which is in uh, also in November. Carmarthen, there's a couple in Surrey, Norwich, Whitney, Birmingham, Chelmsford, West Kensington, Newport, uh, Wolverhampton and Bath, or some say Bath. And then this year, uh, it's exciting. We've got some private ones going on. So the Christian Police Association are doing their uh, centenary celebration. As part of that, we're doing a, 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 an in-house one for them. Uh, same with World Vision. There's going to be a day with them, which would be in-house leprosy mission. They're involved in training their staff. Some YWAM sites as well. They, they, they won't be on the website. The, the website that you need to go to is globalleadership.uk. So all one word, globalleadership.uk, and you'll see all those listed. And the season kind of goes from October, actually right through to June next year, because there's going to be one in Aberdeen next year as well, and there's going to be one in Belfast. And so we've covered, uh, you know, quite quite. England, Wales, Scotland, and Ireland, but we want more. So if anyone's listening and you want to run a site, um, then the resources contact are available us. to you. Contact yeah. us. Yeah. Contact us through the website. That's the best place to get hold of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, fabulous, guys. Well, it's going to be an exciting autumn stroke, winter stroke, spring. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, fabulous. Well, thank you for your enthusiasm you bring to this and for heading up this uh, this precious organisation that's serving so many Christians in leadership across the the various uh, areas in which uh, leadership takes place. So thank you. Uh, thank thank you. you for your time today. Pleasure. It was a great joy to chat with Steve and Angie Campbell, co-pastors of the C3 Church and also co-leaders of the Global Leadership Network UK. So why not go to their website and see uh, if there's a venue close to where you are and maybe consider taking uh, someone along with you, maybe your leadership team. You'll find much to spark conversation and interest, and um, I'm sure your church will be richer uh, for the visit. Uh, there's two places you can find the Leadership Show. If you want archive content, you can go to the Leadership Show on Premier's uh, website, 
premier.org.uk or you can go to the profile uh, this show is re-broadcast as it were or put as a podcast on a Wednesday after the Sunday broadcast so this is Andy Peck thanking you for your company and looking forward to the next time bye for now The Leadership Show with Andy Peck to get in touch email andy.peck at premier.org.uk